The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Once Jesus was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God was coming, and he answered, The kingdom of God is not coming with things that can be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there it is, for in fact the kingdom of God is among you. Then Jesus said to the disciples, The days are coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. They will say to you, Look there, and look here. Do not go, do not set off in pursuit, for as the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must endure much suffering and be rejected by this generation. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Martin of Tours. He was born about 316 in Hungary, the son of an army officer. He was conscripted into the military service. His parents were pagans, but he became a Christian at a very young age as a teenager. One event made him a favorite saint of many, and that was one bitter cold night in the winter, a severe frost had descended, and there was a beggar in the streets, hardly clothed, freezing, and begging for alms, and people were passing him by, neglecting him, didn't even see him. Martin was going through the town on his horse. He was still a military officer at the time. He had no money, but he took pity on this poor man. The only thing he had was a cloak that wrapped him in the cold. He took it off, drew his sword, cut it in half, gave half to the man they were shivering, and then put the other half around himself, after which a lot of the crowd were mocking Martin because he looked odd with half a cloak. But others were feeling guilty that they hadn't met this man's misery. That night when Martin was asleep, he saw Jesus with half the cloak around him, and Jesus said, Martin has clothed me with this garment. That brings us to today's gospel. From Luke chapter 17, Pharisees were asking Jesus, when is the kingdom of God coming? And Jesus said, the kingdom of God is not coming with things can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is, or there it is, for in fact the kingdom of God is among you. Now what Jesus meant by that was, he is the kingdom in himself personally, and he was present there among those Pharisees, but they didn't realize it. Then he goes on to say something about the future coming of the kingdom. The days are coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. The Son of Man will come, but in his day he must first, however, endure much suffering and be rejected by this generation. So there, Jesus is referring to the second coming of Christ in the future. So we've got actually two presence of God, one imminent, present with us now, and one not yet in the future. And the natural question is, well, how are these two events related? And they're related through God's providence, because in our baptism, the Spirit of God comes to dwell in us. And with the Spirit comes the Father and the Son, 
is that we have God present in our soul, the baptized, those who are in a state of grace. To that extent, the kingdom of God is here, but it's also coming in the future. That brings us back to our saint, because he bridged both of those times. When he gave that cloak to the freezing man, that beggar in the streets, he was giving it to Christ. So Christ was present to our saint when all the other people who neglected that poor beggar did not see Christ. Martin did. What we're called to do when we have God dwelling within us is to allow that presence to grow more and more in us so it permeates everything that we do or everything that we are so that we see Christ who is in our midst, in the poor, in the stranger, in the oppressed. And that means that we're called to be intentional disciples who are growing in our awareness of God's presence. When we do that, then our baptism will be present to us every day and there'll be this transition from baptism to beatific vision. There'll be a simple lifting of the veil upon our death because we will have journeyed from the one presence of God to the other in our own lifetime, just as St. Martin did. We also celebrate, of course, Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day is very special because we recall those men and women who gave their lives for freedom, for their country. They laid down their lives for what is good. And Jesus himself said that no one has greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. That's wisdom. To see the goal of being good and of seeing Christ and laying down one's life for Christ. That brings us to our first reading from the Wisdom of Solomon, where we have this wonderful presentation of wisdom containing 21 attributes, 3 times 7, the 7 being the perfect number in Jewish numerology, so we've got this splendid array of descriptions. Some of them I want to just remark about because they specifically refer to St. Martin of Tours. It says that wisdom is the fashioner of all things, holy, beneficent, humane. Well, that was Martin. When the others neglected this poor beggar, Martin was the fashioner of good in that particular circumstance and was humane, beneficent. First reading goes on to say, for wisdom is a reflection of eternal light, a spotless mirror of the working of God. Well, wasn't that Martin? He was reflecting the love of God in his decision to help that poor beggar. And that's what we're called to do as well. We're created in God's image to be more and more in his likeness, to be a reflection of God in all of that wisdom. So let us thank God that God has called us to act with wisdom, to see Christ present everywhere. One last thing about St. Martin. He realized as a young man that he wasn't really called to military service. He saw a greater battle, a spiritual battle, so he retired from the army at a young age and he went out and battled the heresies that were present at the time, particularly Arianism, which denied the divinity of Christ. So he took down the pagan altars, the monuments, all that was a scandal. And he preached to the pagans and converted many pagans to Christianity. And again, it shows great wisdom. He gave his life for building up the kingdom of God, making Christ present 
in his day, in his time. Let us ask our saint to pray for us as we do the same, and that we build up our family of parishes to be the presence of God in our midst.